Zach's Hamburgers is a proud sponsor of Marple Newtown Football. Come visit any of our five restaurants located all across Delaware County in Aston, Crumlin, Havertown, Folsom, and Media. Determine for yourself why Zach's Hamburgers was voted the best hamburgers in Delaware County. Our family atmosphere, fresh ground beef, and sandwiches cooked to order are one of a kind. Don't forget to ask about the burger of the month as well as the Sunday special. For more information, visit our website at www.zacksburgers.com. Come taste the difference at Zach's Hamburgers. And go Tigers! This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Greg Pecco, Steve Reynolds back here with you. Start of the fourth quarter. Marple Newtown will have the football on their own 38-yard line as they are down 34-7 to the Lions here late in this one. Good field position again, starting off. Weathers comes out here after getting hit hard, gets back up, showing that toughness, leading his offense out on the field, down by 27 points. Weathers under center. Nick Rhodes, far side receiver. Weathers gives the quick handoff up the middle to Sapness, who's dragging guys for an eight-yard carry. Good hard running by Sapness. And it looks like number 51, number 61, in on the tackle for Pancrest. But uh, Sapness, no matter the score in the game, he's going to continue chopping his feet and running hard for the Tigers. And a Pencrest line is down, so we'll step aside. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. You wouldn't want your favorite team to play only one side of the ball. So when it comes to insurance, why settle for someone that can handle only your auto policy? Bring your home and auto insurance to Allstate now, and you can save big on both. You deserve someone that can tackle more. That's Allstate's stand. Are you in good hands? Hey, football fans, call Allstate agent David Monroe at 610-359-1244 today. Subject to availability and qualifications, Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company, Northbrook, Illinois. Greg Pecco, Steve Reynolds back here with you. 11.36 to go. Tigers down 34-7. Weathers under center. Second down and two for Marple. They hit off the hop as he goes to the far side. Now cuts back up. He's going to cut back to the near side. He's got some open field. He's got Marcus Weathers blocking for him. A flag comes in behind the play. Hoff crosses the 35-30 down to the 25. Slips and is brought down at the 22. Flag all the way back at the 49. And it's a hold. They're going to call a hold here. Um, which if, if it was the case, uh, it's an interesting call with the 34-7 lead for Pencrest. I didn't see a hold, Steven. If it happened, it was well behind the play. Looks like every big play for the Tigers is getting called back here. And, uh, pretty interesting to see what the penalty breakdown is because I don't think Pencrest has had one penalty in this game. You could be right there. I don't, I don't remember anything being called on that. But nonetheless, Seth, uh, Hoff gets the ball on the sweep, tries to cut up and see, he comes back. Usually when you're cutting back to have someone come in and swiping across, didn't see anything here. Um, but nonetheless, they're going to bring him back. It's going to be second down and six. Um, and, you know, we have to go back at it. And Sapp is going to keep running this ball hard. So it ends up being, if the penalty, you know, they lose four yards from where they were on that last second down. So it's second and six, as Steve mentioned. Or about seven, possibly. Ball at the 42 of Marple. 
Weathers under center. Sends Rossborough in motion. It's a handoff fake to Sapness, and then Hoff gets it, and he's brought down for a loss of three on the play. It'll bring up third and ten. Met immediately by number 11, Joe Volchek, the senior defensive end. And it's going to be a loss of four yards there. So third down and long here, third down and ten for the Tigers' offense. They've been in position a lot. Given the ball to Weathers, he's produced some. Sometimes he had not, no uh, time to even throw the ball. So offensive line needs to protect their quarterback here if Tigers decide to pass. Third and ten, Weathers takes it. It's a pitch to Hoff to the near side, and he only gets maybe a yard, if anything, on the play, Steve, and it's bringing up fourth down. And you see this Pencrest defense doing a good job. 21, Brent Roller, the senior defensive back, in on the play there. And, you know, after a quick touchdown early by the Tigers, this defense it took them some time to warm up, and they've been stifling ever since uh, with the help of a few uh, yellow flags out there. But take, no, take nothing away from this Pancrest defense. They're doing a great job, as they've done all year long. And and you got to give credit to Brent Roller. He's kind of been the strong guy on the outside tonight. Without a doubt, Greg. Kelly to punt it away. To return it is Rashad Johnson. He's at the Pencrest 35-yard line. Kelly's punt is nearly blocked. He gets it off, though. Nice high punt. Johnson's going to let it bounce at the 35, cross the 30, and it's going to stop and settle in at the 27 of Pencrest with 9.04 to go here in the fourth quarter, Steve. And Kelly does a good job keeping composure back there. Even with a rush coming, he takes his time, doesn't rush it, gets it off. A few good punts tonight, and there's going to be a flag on the field here. Something behind the play, it looks like. And they're going to call hands in the face on Marple Newtown. Um, so that's going to add some yards for Pencrest in favor of the Lions with 9.03 to go. And I, you, you got to question, you know, that earlier hold. You know, really hard to tell where that, if it was hands to the face, but that earlier hold that was probably really insignificant on that last half run. Yeah, yeah, you hate to question refs calls here and there, but Tigers have drawn a lot of penalties tonight here. And, you know, see if we can give, after a nice pump by Kelly, that's going to get good field position for Pencrest, up 34-7 to with nine minutes to go in this ball game. So 9.03 to go, a 34-7 to lead for Pencrest. They're going to have to, I guess, re-punt this one, Steve? And okay, they're going to ask them to repunt it. And see what the official spot is. Is The officials are talking to the defensive captains at this moment for Marple. So they're going to walk it back, re-spot it. And the official spot will be at the 30-yard line of Marple Newtown here with 9.03 to go, 34-7. to Lead for Pencrest. And they will get set to punt it away with Kelly and Rashad Johnson back to return now at the 45 of Pencrest. Kelly's back inside the 20 of Marple Newtown here. Snap is good. Kelly's punt. Ooh, it is a high... Short punt that's going to hit down at the 36 of Marple and bounce 
towards the 34 of Marble, and that's where Pencrest will set up here. So very short yardage this time, Steve. After saying he did a good job all game, I jinxed him. Now it <laughs> happens. It came off the side of his foot here. Just under nine minutes to go down, 34-7. Not sure if it makes a big difference. Um, but Kyle Kelly's a good kid, young player. Sophomore works very hard and does a good job offense, defense, in the punting game. Just off the side of his foot there as Pancras takes over here. Fisher out of the pistol. He's going to pitch it this time to Johnson to the far side. A flag finally comes in. And this one's probably going to be a hold against Pencrest, but this flag might be a little too late uh, to balance things out, Steve. You have a toss play there. Usually you get someone holding on the outside. There you have it. There it is. And that might, I believe, be the first penalty of the game for Pencrest. Yep, and they're going to bring him back 10 yards there. Running, they're the running back number four gets the carry. Rashad Johnson, we saw with an outstanding run, um, put the game 27 to seven um, earlier in the second quarter or third quarter. But they're going to bring it back here. So first down and long, and 20 to be exact, Greg. 8:40 to go in the game. Pencrest has the ball first and 20 from. The Tigers 44, 34 to 7 lead for Pancrest. Fisher comes out of the pistol. He's going to hand it off to Johnson, who's going to come up to the near side. He's going to find a hole to the outside. He's across the 30, across the 25, 21 man to beat. It's Sapness. He's dragging him down inside the five, down to the two yard line. Finally brought down by three Tigers, Steve. And there's that misdirection play again that Rashad Johnson scored on. So we just talked about an unbelievable break, uh, breaking tackles coming out of the pile. He, same play there. Pistol. Fisher turns around, misdirection. Gives it to Rashad Johnson. He comes up to sideline, uses the speed. But it's finally brought down by uh, safety, Adrian Satness. So the ball will be placed at the three. So it'll be first and goal for Pencrest. Inside the five of Marple Newtown. Two receivers to the far side. Fisher out of the pistol here. He's got Johnson in the backfield. He's going to hand it off this time to number 23 and close to the goal line and then fumbled. That's a touchback! And Chris Coughlin was running. The ball came out as he went out of bounds. Uh, Hard to tell the angle of which the ball went out of bounds. It it possibly could have went out of the end zone. It could have went out at the one, Steve. Not sure if he fumbled inbounds or out of bounds there, but Ruffs are going to give him the ball back, saying he fumbled out of bounds. As Binder comes up and makes the play there on Johnson. So second down and goal, Greg. Second and goal for the Lions. Fisher lines up under center for only the third time tonight. It's a handoff up the middle. Rashad Johnson tries to spin. Doesn't look like he got it. No signal. It's going to be marked down at the one now. Cunningham comes to the A-gap blitzes. Slows up Johnson there as he tries to spin through. Defensive line does a good job. Catcher Katsis, Brosco, Turner, and uh, Falcone all do a good job of coming in there. So the Tigers aren't giving up here. Third down from about the one-yard line. Yep, third and goal from the one. Officially 7.28 to go in the game. But Pencrest up 34-7. to Fisher under center. He keeps it himself. He gets a good lunge forward. There's no official signal yet. And there it is. Touchdown, Pencrest. And that will make it 40-7 to here late in the fourth quarter. Third and one. Not, not many yards to go there. Fisher goes with the 
Again, his number caught. Good, good old QB sneak up the middle behind his center, Finnegan, and he scores 40-7 to pending the extra point here. Tigers try to get this extra point. Hughes sets up for the point after. Snap is a little low. Set is good, though. Hughes gets it up high in the air, and it is good. And that'll make it 41-7 with 7-11 to go in the game. You're listening to Marvel Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Zach's Hamburgers is a proud sponsor of Marple Newtown Football. Come visit any of our five restaurants located all across Delaware County in Aston, Crumlin, Havertown, Folsom, and Media. Determine for yourself why Zach's Hamburgers was voted the best hamburgers in Delaware County. Our family atmosphere, fresh ground beef, and sandwiches cooked to order are one of a kind. Don't forget to ask about the burger of the month as well as the Sunday special. For more information, visit our website at www.zacksburgers.com. Come taste the difference at Zach's Hamburgers. And go Tigers! You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Greg Petko, Steve Reynolds here with you. Pencrest leads 41-7 around the rest of the Central League. Garner Valley leads Harriton 41-7 fourth quarter. Haverford beat Lower Marion 49-0. Ridley over Radnor 42-0. Upper Darby beat Strathaven 41-0. Conestoga and Springfield 17-14 third quarter there in Springfield, Pennsylvania. Hughes set to kick it away here. Kick is high, end over end, going to be picked up on the far side of the field this time by Ross Burrow. Crosses the 30 and run out of bounds at the 34. He's taken out of bounds. Picked by number 21 of the Lions. It's going to be Brent Roller again in on tackle, the 12th grader. And Tiger's going to take over. He's going to be at the... 34-yard line, down 41-7. to A little over seven minutes to go here, Greg. And Tigers just trying to get something going, it looks like. First down and 10 for the Tigers at their own 34. Weathers under center. Takes the snap. He's going to hand off up the middle to Sapness. He's going to run for three yards. He's dragging a few guys, and officially it looks like the spot's going to be a four-yard carry. So he's brought down around the 40 or the 39, 38-yard line. Number 47, Tim Kennard in on the play. The junior linebacker, and Sapness takes the ball up the middle, goes behind his blockers, and he's going to continue running the ball hard here. Like I said, no matter what the score is, he's going to continue to keep pumping those feet until three, four guys try to uh, bring him down. 41-7 lead, Pencrest 6.30 to go. Second down and six for Marple. Weather's under center. He's going to hand off to Rossboro to the near side. Rossboro gets the first down across the 45 and brought down at the 46. Good job. Looks like number 85 is in on the play there. Benton King, the junior linebacker. And big first down run there by Ross Barrow on the belly sweep. Fake inside to uh, Satness. Gets the end around to uh, Ross Barrow for the first down. Good run by Ross Barrow. So we first down and 10. Ball at the 46 of Marple here. Weathers under center. Takes the snap. Hands it up to Sapness. On the far side, up off guard, and he picks up maybe five yards, Steve. And 
Looks like number 62 is in on the tackle, along with others. That's Carlos Ruiz, the senior defensive and offensive lineman there. It's not your catcher. Not a catcher. No, no, not the catcher. <laughs> I know it's the all season, but I'm sure he's with his family now. I think he might be a little too old for yes. high school football, too. Um, Come on, guys. He's enjoying some Adderall. <laughs> Second down and six. Oh, boy. <laughs> Weather's under center. Hand off to Hoff. Goes outside on the far side of the field. Gets the close to a first down at the... Pencrest 44. And he's tripped up by number eight there, Angelo Lachado, the junior defensive back. His heels were at the line. He's going to be close to a first down here. They're going to mark a third down and one. As, uh, the third down and one here. That last Under play, five minutes. Sorry, Greg. And that last play, Hoff takes a sweep up and short of the first down, as you mentioned. Weathers under center. He's got Hoff in the backfield with Sapness. Rossborough, the wing back. And it's a handoff to Sapness up. He's got the first down, and he's close to the 41 of Pencrest. Jim Henley, number 10, uh, the sophomore, number 25, in on the tackle there. Sadness gets the ball to the middle, follows his buyers, picks up the first down, and continues to run hard for this Tigers offense. As it looks like Rhodes comes in at split end for Noah Turner, the sophomore. So Nick Rhodes will line up near side receiver balls at the near hash of the 42 of Pencrest here as Marple's driving here late in this one. Weather's under center. Cut Sapness, Rossburg on the backfield, Hoff the near side, wing back. Weathers fakes the handoff, now gives to Hoff, who's going to run to the outside. He's got a little bit of a blocker, tries to cut up, makes one man miss, gets to the outside and picks up maybe six, seven yards on the play before he's running out of bounds on that far side of the field, Steve. And he's ran out by number eight, Angelo Lachado. Looks like they're going to get him. I'm not going to expect it. Looks like they're going to call a, they threw a flag. Looks like going to be a late hit there. As uh, Hoff gets the belly sweep around the corner, close to a first down. Maybe 15 yards are going to attack on here. And that's exactly what it is, Steve. So Marple will move closer to the Pencrest end zone. So it'll be first down and 10 for Marple at the 20 of Pencrest. And next week at Springfield, we will have uh, Dave DePasqua doing red zone analysis for us, an added feature. So this would be the situation where Dave would be down there giving us some added information. Off tackle this time is Ross Burrow. He's brought down inside the 15 at the 14, brought down from behind. Uh, you know, no call on the play, but it was close to a horse collar possibility. Yeah, he got horse collared there, all right, if that's still the rule here. A lot of these rules are uh, week have, to week, so we've, you we've never know. in the rules this week. This is, this is brutal. I mean, th- this is the worst crew I've seen in a long time. Well, that's that's we've it's been an interesting season uh, officiating wise uh, on some things and um, that's a statement, Jim. <laughs> Hoff takes it on the handoff, gets a big hole, still carrying men inside the five down to the two. Good running by Abel Hoff here late in this one. Love to see him keep running hard as Ross Burrow and Satness 
as well as Hoff has been doing all game long, no matter the score. And he's brought down there by number 85, Benton King, the junior linebacker. And on that uh, sweep play, Hoff cuts it up behind his blockers, his pulling guards, and is close. He's got the first down, so it's going to be first and goal close to the end zone here, about the four-yard line, Greg. So first and goal from the three. Tigers down 41-7 to here with 2.45 to go in the game. Weathers under center. Takes it. Hands it off to Sapness. Finds a hole. He's leaning forward. He's across the goal line. Touchdown, Marple Newtown. Nice drive the Tigers put together here as Sapness gets the ball, crosses the goal line behind the center and the two guards. So for a Tigers touchdown, 41 to 13, pending the extra point here, so the Tigers aren't giving up. Extra point onside kick. Let's go, Steve. Hey. Let's go. Never know. Let, let's give it a shot at this point. Extra point onside kick. Go for two. As Dave DePasquas is up here tonight with us, and he just said go for two. Here we go. Brendan Bradley on for the extra point here with 2.36 to go. Bradley's kick is up and good. 41-14. Pencrest leads 2.36 to go in the game. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Oh, man. The Philly Pretzel Factory has done it again. They took a Philly tradition and made it even better. Now, you already know the Philly Pretzel Factory has the best soft pretzel. Well, now they're making a cheesesteak pretzel. That's right. A Philly cheesesteak on the inside, surrounded by those piping hot, fresh, chewy pretzels. This is as Philly as it gets. A cheesesteak and a pretzel? Incredible! How great are those guys over there? They've got their original pretzels, the cinnamon pretzels, the pretzel dogs, and the party trays. And now, the Philly cheesesteak pretzel. Bring them for tailgating, watching a game with the boys, a barbecue, or even a kid's birthday party. Head over to the Philly Pretzel Factory for the all-new cheesesteak pretzel. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. Back here, live action, 2.30 to go in the football game. Pencrest leads 41-14. to 14. Late in this one. Here we go, Steve. And the Tigers are set to kick off here, get back on defense. Brendan Bradley, low line driver, is going to hit down at the 20. He'll be picked up by Rashad Johnson at the 15. He cuts to the near side of the field, trying to find some room to work with. He's across the 40, and he's going to be brought down at the 46-yard line on this one. And the Tigers defense come out on the field here after putting that together a nice drive. So 41 to 14, 224 to go here in the game, Greg. After seven points right off the bat, Adrian Sapness touchdown on their second possession of the game. 41 unanswered points by Pencrest, and Marple Newtown is able to answer there on the drive, not giving up. So good to see there if you're great, uh, Coach Junta and the coaching staff. Two twenty-four to go. Taking the stat this time for Pencrest is number 12, Ryan Granger. And it was a high snap and then had to be handed off very quickly to the running back who was brought down that time on the play for a loss. Looked like it was number 42 on the play. Or, yeah, 42. We don't have that on the sheet. Uh, Looked like oh, it is 62. No, it was 42. I'm sorry. No. John, John ba- Batip. So the, the younger 
Bay tips, excuse me, Bay tips. I'm sorry, I thought you were talking about the defensive side. No. I think number 62 is in on the play. Bradley Bush of the Tigers playing a defensive tackle position. Pencrest getting in some of their younger players at this point, along with Marple Newtown late in this one as Pencrest leads. So Granger comes out of the pistol. Two receivers to the far side. And then movement along the line there that time. Looked like number 72, J.D. Smith, the sophomore, moved. And I'm not sure if the quarterback even was able to hand the ball off on that last play, number 12. It was interesting. I I know it was high snap, and then all I know is that uh, the younger Bay Tips was on the ground with the football. So I don't know if it was a fumble or not, but it was definitely a broken play. I'll be looking at the film uh, later tonight on that one. That'll be my 2 a.m. special. Jim Allsman does not sleep, ladies and gentlemen. All to bring you football throughout the fall. Granger, out of the pistol. It's a handoff to Bay Tips. He's hit in the backfield for a loss. It'll bring up third down at the 39 of Pencrest here with under a minute to go in this one. Time for maybe a play and a half. Number 75, Vince Siverdelli in on the tackle. For the Tigers, a junior defensive tackle. So. I mean, here's a perfect example where that was a loss. Ball was at the 39 at the end of the play. Now it's at the 40. And I realize this game is done, but just uh, just poor officiating tonight, folks. Yeah. 30 seconds to go. This will be the last one. Granger out of the pistol. Takes the snap. It's a pitch to Bay Tips far side of the field. He finds... Two yards, and then he finds the hands of number 55 for Marple Newtown, Gino DiCamillo. Interesting play call there. A toss with 40 up 41 to 14 as the clock expires there. But Tigers uh, going to get off the field here. No, not another play is going to be ran as this game is over. Pencrest wins here at home against Marple Newtown, 41-14. to We'll be back with a recap of this one in just a moment. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Are you tired of having a catered party with the same old food? Well, Mark Anthony's Paisano's at 105 West Eagle Road in Havertown, PA, brings the pizza shop to your party location. The pizza ovens, grills, fires, and snow cone machine make your party the talk of the town for weeks. Mark and his staff make the pizzas, steaks, wings, and more right on site for your guests to enjoy fresh and hot. And they even top it off with funnel cake and snow cones. Call them today at 610-449-6959 for your birthday party, graduation party, or any other special events. Also, like them on Facebook. And don't forget to visit their store on Eagle Road in Havertown to grab a bite to eat from their large and unique menu. You're treated like a friend at Mark Anthony's Paisanos. Hey, Tigers fans. Is your home, garage, or shed in need of a clean-out, but you just don't have the time or the strength or manpower of, say, an offensive line? Well, we have the solution for you. Delco Cleanouts is a reliable and reasonably priced junk removal business that serves the greater Philadelphia area. Delco Cleanouts is your source for professional junk removal, large or small, property cleanouts, and small local moving jobs. If you are in need of these services, let Delco Cleanouts do your dirty work for a full list of services, check out www.delcocleanouts.com or contact them at 610-638-1284. Delco Cleanouts, 
the reliable source for all your clean-out needs. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Greg Pecco, Steve Reynolds here with you. The game is over. Pencrest wins 41-14 to on their homecoming night here at Pencrest High School. And Steve, um, your thoughts on this one? Well, you know, Marple started out great. As we said, they had to control the line of scrimmage. They did for the most part of the first quarter there. Savas broke a 74-yard touchdown run, 7-0. You're feeling good if you're the Tigers coaching staff, the players, the fans. Um, you know, there was 14-7 going into halftime, so you're still in this ball game, and then just big plays. I don't think Pencrest really sustained the drive the entire game. They, they didn't. These big plays they made, and, and yeah, they'll take that if the Tigers are going to give it to them. So and it comes back to last week, too. Uh, really, you know, really beat them on big plays. You, just, you know, the stack column, they really like to see tonight's stack column, uh, you know, how the Tigers did time possession-wise, yard-wise, first down-wise. But uh, another big thing, Tigers couldn't get off the field on third downs. Uh, but credit goes to, you know, Marcus Weathers getting in there again as a sophomore, playing hard, um, getting hit, getting back up, yeah. showing toughness. And then you had Hoff, Rossborough, and Satin is just running hard this offense. They're not giving up and really scoring another touchdown at the end of the game down 41-7, to 41 unanswered points. That shows a lot for this team going into next week yeah. against uh, Springfield. Well, as you mentioned, uh, the big play, I think, was the difference in this one. I mean, but we talked, you know, at the end about how some of the officiating did not help, but I, I believe that, you know, Pencrest scored on at least three plays over 50 yards was, was mm-hmm. what they scored off of, and, um, you know, that was that, that kind of was the difference there in that one, and we welcome in Dave DePosqua now. Uh, and Dave, um, you know, just kind of give us a rundown statistically of what we got here as we have some totals here. Running hard to turn with Adrian Sapness, 17 rushes, 156 yards, two touchdowns. He did not give up in this game. Abel Hoff, another one with 16 carries, 60 yards, long long of 10, so that's surprising. Hoff is, was unable to break any. Receiving two catches for for 17 yards for Hoff. So offensively, the Tigers struggled as Pencrest was able to have 405 total yards in this game as Marple had 253. So that tells you right there the big play led Pencrest to victory. And, you know, Pencrest kind of, you know, we knew that they had some, some big playability coming into this one. They've, they've done it all year. Really the only team that they did not um, match up well against was Garnet Valley. Garnet Valley was the only team to really kind of put it to them this season. And, and Pencrest tonight, you give them credit, they've, left, they've, they've kept themselves in the race for the Central League should Garnet Valley go, you know, up against some of those uh, opponents in the next two weeks, Steve. Yeah, I mean, you said Garner Valley really gave it to Pencrest. This is a pick seven and one now uh, after the forty-one to fourteen victory tonight. So, uh, but this their defense is, is good, and you know they're going to keep rolling into the playoffs here. Um, I believe they have a big game in a couple weeks against Upper Darby. It's going to be huge playoff implications. Uh, I'm I'm sorry, it's going to be Haverford and Conestoga. I'm so, uh, How about uh, Pencrest? Pencrest, they Pencrest has um, Pencrest has Ridley and Upper Darby in the okay, next two weeks. So it's big, you know, trying to get in there, and just said Garner Valley. Um, so it's, this four is going to be interesting how it pans out. But it, I mean, after the night, Pencrest, their defense is, is very good, and led by you know number thirty-three, um, Zubiati, who have been calling his name all night long. 
Well, that will do it for us here at Pencrest. Next week, the Tigers Radio Network will travel to Springfield High School for a 7 p.m. kickoff on Friday, October 25th in Springfield, Pennsylvania, when the Tigers play the Cougars of Springfield High School. Live coverage of that game will be provided by the Tigers Radio Network and can be heard exclusively on www.marblenewtownfootball.com. You can read more about this game, get coverage of the entire 2013 season, and listen to an archive of this or any of our broadcasts on marblenewtownfootball.com. Follow us on Twitter, at MN Tigers, and at MN Athletics, and on Instagram, at MN Tigers. Color commentator Steve Reynolds, our on-air analyst Dave DePasqua, head football coach of Marvel Newtown is Ray Junta, assistant principal and athletic director Dennis Reardon, engineer, statistician, and executive producer is Jim Allsman. For the entire broadcast crew, thank you for listening to the Tigers radio network on MarvelNewtownFootball.com. Thank you for listening to the Tigers Radio Network, powered by Easy Stream, and heard exclusively on MarbleNewtownFootball.com. This presentation of the Tigers Radio Network has been brought to you by the Advanced Chiropractic Center, the Monroe Agency of Allstate Insurance, Delco Cleanouts, Mark Anthony's Paisanos, the Philly Pretzel Factory, Sprawl Lanes, and Zach's Hamburgers. Be sure to follow us online at MarpleNewtownFootball.com, on Facebook at MarpleNewtownFootball, and on Twitter at MNTigers. The Marple Newtown Football Boosters Club and the Tigers Radio Network appreciate your listenership. Go Tigers!